0: Welcome to Hold Up, the podcast where we watch our favorite rom-coms and decide whether they hold up. I'm Carrie Gilbert. I'm Allison Gilbert. And you can, I thought we were, I thought you were frozen. And you can find us on Instagram at hold underscore up underscore pod and on TikTok at hold up podcast. And you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash hold up. Um you can find all this information from ACAST. Thank you, ACAST, our podcast servicer. Danny Pellegrino also always thanks ACast. So I wonder if we're supposed to be doing that. Um Carrie like they're sponsoring us do they wanna I mean they they're hosting I don't know it doesn't matter Carrie what did we watch this week we watched the 2004 classic when a date with Tad Hamilton the hold this movie had on me the, I texted Christine Kelly same the, I texted Christine Kelly when I started watching this and I was like when we were 15 this was our whole world and she was like, yeah, all we wanted was for a man to tell us we have six smiles. And I was like, I, that was the height of romance. I literally looked at Ben and I was like, how many smiles do I have? And he was like, I don't know what the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, mm, you don't love me? You, you don't, don't love me? Love me, me like, to like Topher Grace loves what's her face? Kate Bosworth. Um. So obviously this stars Kate Bosworth and Topher Grace <laughs> and Josh Jumel and Jennifer Goodwin and Nathan Lane and Sean Hayes and Amy Carrie Smart. Cole. Gary Cole, Octavia barely Spencer, uh, and Katherine Hahn. Katherine Han, So good enough, So good. Katherine Hahn being a goddamn fucking gem as usual. We all were just sleeping on Katherine Hahn in the early aughts. Between this and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, the fact that nobody was like, she's going to be a star. I mean, is, somebody was because now she's a star. Right. But like Wild um movie, she was she was perfection in this as carrie said this movie came out in 2004 it holds a 55 on rotten tomatoes um it was directed by robert luke and written by victor levin carrie who's robert luke um he directed legally blonde and that's right he directed the ugly truth and what the ugly truth he, yeah um but we are not talking about that Listen, we can't all not be held we should not have the worst decision of our career held against us that's all i'm saying this man did give us legally blonde he gave us this movie which i actually quite liked even 20 years later so quite liked I, i think because this movie had such a hold on me and i was like i loved it so deeply at 15 that watching it now i was like oh it's not it's not good no it's not ugly truth bad like if you said to me you can only watch one rom-com for the rest of your life when a day would have Hamilton or the ugly truth I would say when a day would have Hamilton like I like I I enjoyed it do I think that any of the people in this movie had chemistry no no I don't uh that's not true Kate Bosworth and Jennifer Goodwin did um Nathan Lane and Sean Hayes, are you kidding me? Nathan and Lane and Sean Hayes, somebody give those two their own fucking show. Catherine uh, Hahn and the tit tattoo they gave her. Are you kidding me? They gave her a rose titty tattoo. She, Catherine Hahn has chemistry with everyone, including like the, the fucking wall. Okay. Here's what I want to say about Catherine Hahn and Jennifer Goodwin. So Jennifer Goodwin plays, so Kate Bosworth, Topher Grace, and Jennifer Goodwin play a triangle of best friends who all work at a Piggly Wiggly. And the way they try and make Jennifer Goodwin like, that weird for them? They, like, were, they were unattractive trying... it was like because yeah. oh, you made her because ha- her face is round and you made her hair blue like what um and the way they try to make katherine hahn like like over sexualized like bar wench i mean they were trying yeah. to make they were they were trying to give jennifer goodwin like heather Mat- matarazzo energy you know yes um The best friend from Princess Diaries. The best friend from Princess Diaries. And the thing about why that works in Princess Diaries is because I feel like that's kind of who Heather Matarazzo is as a real person. Whereas Jennifer Goodwin, and I really do enjoy Jennifer Goodwin as the actress, but she is, like, wholesome as white bread and apple pie, man. Like, she is... Their thing also kept being, like, she was treating everything like a romance novel. She kept being, like, and his, like, pecs will be bursting forth from, like... Which, like that sort of worked for me but it was also like the joke was like oh she thinks sex is fun and it's like oh right 2004 yeah, yeah. anyway the basic plot anyway. this movie: there are three best friends who work at the piggly wiggly topher grace is obviously in love with kate Bosworth, um his best friend slash employee but it's okay that she's his employee because they've been best friends since their children um then they enter, the two women, Jennifer Goodwin and Kate Bosworth, are obsessed with the movie star Ted Hamilton. Um, and then there is a contest to win a date with him to wholesomize his image, to make him seem more wholesome because he was caught smoking and making out with a girl in a car. Um, Naturally. Naturally. So like, yuck, nobody wants that. Uh, so the, they raise money for Kate Bosworth to enter and she enters. They raise money at the Piggly Wiggly. In West Virginia, and she wins. Oh, not a single person in this movie has a Southern accent, and she wins. Cameron Han. Cameron. Doing an ac- the only one doing the work, an excellent Southern accent. She was like, "You put me in West Virginia, I'm giving you West Virginia babies." Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, what's her face, Orlando Bloom's ex girlfriend, Kate Bosworth, gets flown out to Los Angeles into like the most stereotypical version of Los Angeles you've ever seen in your entire life. It's like Siri's been listening to me this whole time. Uh, It's like what people, I've had a lot of people in the last few weeks, particularly like comment on my LA life and it's because they've watched movies like this and it's like, I can't stress to you I left my house today not to brag, but like first time in a long time, you know? I can't stress to you how un- glamorous hollywood is anyway she goes to la they go on a date she doesn't have sex with him so he's like who is this oh and he's very surprised she's hot um because he thinks she's gonna be a west virginia uggo um and,
1: and her last he goes, name is
0: Futch. and so he says rosalie she's Futch. Ugly. so she's got it that's not the name of a hot girl the um, inner monologue the line that i'm almost certain like the line that got cut was like that's a fat girl name. yes you know? yes, yes yes like yes, that yes. was his inner monologue They were like, Rosalie Futch must be over a size eight. Um, And then he flies to West Virginia for some reason. That's unclear. Oh, he's trying to get a role in some big director's movie, but he's taking a beat. The director is. Because he doesn't know if Ted Hamilton is right for it. And I guess like in order to prove that he's right for it, he's going to go woo a small town girl. So we can prove he's like boy next door, Mr. America. It's unclear. I don't need it to be clear. I don't need it to be clear. But I will say, so we watched this movie and then our Patreon this month is I Want to Marry Ryan Banks slash Reality of Love, which I also want to keep calling Who Wants to Marry Ryan Banks. Um, Win a Date with Ryan Banks. The bad Ryan Banks. (laughs) Right. Anyway that don't give away don't compare them now we're going to compare them in the patreon no no i know but i i just want to say like the premise of both of those is that like we're trying to like reciprocate the image of like a bad boy hollywood star and i don't know why in 2004 we thought we had to do that because i don't feel like that's ever been done really like but also like the method in which we do it is through some like it makes a little bit more sense to me in this because the method is like we're going to have you date someone that or like at least appear to be dating someone that will help your image which is very like the reality is they wouldn't go like find a biddy in west virginia there'd be a pr relationship like p we should have a conversation about PR. Sure. There would be a PR well, release. They, they would do, find an actress enter... that, would, that would help his image and that would help. It's weirder yes. in I Want to Marry Ryan Banks because it's like in order to rehabilitate your image and make people think you're a serious actor, we're going to put you on essentially The Bachelor. It, it makes no sense. I'm in. Yeah. The other Patreon. thing in this, in this movie also, they – like you enter the contest – by donating to charity that's like a kids like sick kids charity or whatever so like that is also you know like look he's doing it as a fundraiser for the kids right he's like a good guy right anyway he flies to West Virginia but also I mean in the year of our lord 2024 like we're giving Leonardo DiCaprio Oscars and he's dating 22 year olds like and smoking and drinking on a boat so like timeline carries could not be more off in 2020 in oh in the year of our lord 2024 in two in the year of our lord 2004 he was not winning oscars yet he was dating 22 year olds but it was appropriate because he was like 27 no right i'm just saying that like this idea that we're rehabilitating bad boy images i'm just not sure that like I'm trying to think of like who are bad boys, who are famous actors, who are the hunks in 2004, our blooms, our deaths. I will say that there gets to be a point where like you go too far, right? Like if you start to be self-destructive, if you start to be like unruly on set. So like your Robert Towney Jr.'s, your Colin Farrells, they have had to sort of like reboot their images because they take it a step too far. But so also, like they re- rebooted their images by like going like, to Dern- rehab. Did Colin Farrell ever go to rehab? I'm pretty I don't sure, think yeah. So, well, anyway. okay, but like getting. But sober, he like took a step back, I mean? got quiet, and then is now just like, like, like I do the work, I go home to my. King kids, of the Irishman, of the yeah, yeah. No, like he just yeah. said something good too. Like he, I don't know, I'm not gonna look it up, but I feel like he just said something, and I was like, "You're you're a real one, Farrell." I'm pretty sure he's like been pretty pro-palestine because hashtag irish i was gonna say i look i, I can't quote it but he's fucking irish so we probably he's irish catholic so let my goddamn <laughs> guess um uh, the irish catholics have been pro-palestine we don't have to do this this is my political podcast but like when i was there in 2019 early 2020 late 2019 early 2020 when we went to belfast and saw the murals like the amount of pro-palestine murals at that time yeah Ireland doesn't love an occupying force if you can understand why. Anyway, yes. Anyway, more of the story being like sometimes celebrities image. have to rebuild. So, okay. A good example of that. Yes. Yes. Um so anyway, Tad goes to uh it's, it's like Pigeon Forge, West Virginia, except that's a real place, so that's not it. yeah it's something fake it's like it's like podunk bottom or something and i know it sounds like these names are fake and they are but it is something like in line with podunk's bottom why did i write down i'm the albanian one (laughs) because ted hamilton starts talking to his housekeeper in spanish and she says i'm the albanian one and then he says can you tell the other one which was gracias anyway yes. don't worry he's not who she ends up with topher grace is in love with her but he's about to go to richmond the big city <laughs> he is he's going to the big city he's going to the big city richmond uh, virginia uh the whole topher grace had on me the whole this movie had on me Let's grace just say, up. you know why you want to talk about grace? i was just gonna say those of us who had a thing for topher grace knew what we were doing we were like, the other ones seem like they either date teenagers, may or may not, allegedly, maybe I have to cut this out, be involved in the murder of their ex-girlfriend, uh, are actual convicted rapists and or will write letters about that actual convicted rapist. Like, that's the men of that Seventy show. And then there's Topher Grace, who literally was just like, I don't like hanging out with these people. They're all, they all suck. And everyone was like, boo, you're not nice. You're not friends. Turns out he was fucking right. Yeah. it was he was like, oh, we were like, you shouldn't have been hanging out with those people. There's literally not a good one in the bunch. As our lawyer, I do think we should clarify that the allegation is not that Ashton Kutcher was involved in the murder of his girlfriend. It was that he dis when he saw her, saw her body, saw her body, and body and report. It. He did not report it to the police and instead, I think, called Danny Masterson. And yep. was like what do I do? Danny Masterson uh, was like, Oh, I got this guy. Let me tell you how many. Anyway, the moral is love that we don't have to say Danny, allegedly about Danny Masterson anymore because he's been convicted. No, Danny Masterson is a convicted rapist. He's going to prison for 30 years. He's already in every, there, babes. And nearly every member of that cast wrote a letter in support of him, except for Topher Grace. So I feel vindicated in my teenage crush on Topher Grace. I was so right. The Ashton Kutcher girlies, I never understood. No, I, am, I did. I sort of was attracted to Danny Masterson, but I'll look at that in me, and I'm not anymore. I was never attracted to Wilmer Valderrama, and he he wouldn't be attracted to me. I'm way too old for him now. He only dates teenagers. Yep. Um, anyway. anyway, I hope all the members of that cast rot in hell, except for Cutie Patootie Topher Grace, who is so stinking cute. That was the other thing. As so I was like cute. watching him. And I was like, I had a crush on him because he's so cute and funny. Now, would still. Would would I still hit it? Yes. Yes. Now, are there issues with his character? Yes. We'll get into them. But the man can deliver a joke. The man knows how to deliver a joke. And he's cute as hell while he does it. He and Jennifer Goodwin both have that look. Kate Bosworth is. There's a reason her career kind of stalled. and it's because she's very boring and gives nothing and isn't really charming or quirky she's sort of not she's sort of just there and she has two different color eyes I think we're all hoodwinked by her two different colored eyes for so long you know so I feel like this is the most interesting she's been because she's playing basic small town girly like also that's offensive to blue crush and listen no no no, michelle rodriguez was doing the heavy lifting in blue crush and one day and we're gonna I watch blue die crush on that hill and we're gonna watch blue crush and we're gonna be like oh sexuality is a spectrum because of michelle <laughs> Rodriguez. yes um i never thought kate bosworth was all that interesting in blue crush i also feel it's like because she was like trying to play hard And I really think Kate Bosworth's sweet spot is, like, sweet and blonde, which she did quite well here, right? But also then you you have Topher Grace and Jennifer Goodwin, like, delivering the quippy lines. There's something, I forget even what's happening, but at one point Jennifer Goodwin is, like, waxing nostalgic or, like, talking about sex or something. And Topher Grace is, like, cut it out. And she's, like, good note. Or he's, like, that's enough. Thank you. And she's, like, good note. Thanks, Pete. And it's, like, very quick and, like, off the cuff and, like, charming. Kate yes. Bosworth isn't, it's not, there's nothing wrong with her. It's just sort of like, you could have put any blonde actress in that role and had the same thing. There's nothing unique or interesting about her. No, the 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 calm of all of this is coming from Topher Grace, Jennifer Goodwin, Catherine Hahn, even Gary Cole. Gary Cole! Truly, I, Gary Cole is at his finest when he's playing somebody's awkward dad. Like, and I love Gary Cole in everything. I don't think I've ever seen him in anything I don't love him in. But he that is. that's is fine as when best. he's playing somebody's awkward dad. Carrie, the man was in VEEP. Oh <laughs> the man was in VEEP at the same time, he was like fam. And he was and excellent. Can... Yeah, but he wasn't playing someone's awkward dad on VEEP. He was playing someone's awkward dad on fam, which I can say as a nope. member of that writing team was a terrible fucking show. No, um, see, no, no, no. I disagree. Listen, he is excellent on VEEP at at perhaps his vest but i still think he's better i still think like there's just something about gary cole as someone's awkward dad on fam as one of the people that watched fam one of the 10 um thank you i he wasn't doing awkward you all were trying to make him like like don't not add. Don't put me in this, Carrie. I was in trouble. All I was trying to do was get a paycheck and not be uh, uh, assaulted. Okay, <laughs> I would say allegedly, but it's my own traumas. Right? <laughs> I was just trying to get from one day. to Also, the night. To clarify, clarify. She's not talking about Gary Cole. Oh, you're so oh. right, Gary. No, Gary. I I actually found your the good message. I found Gary Cole to be quite lovely. He could not have cared less about being there, but same. Um. And the very few times we interacted with each other, he was perfectly lovely, polite, and professional. Yes. Uh, Um, No, I don't think that that was Gary Cole's best work. No, you're correct. But I do think, and I don't think that he was doing Awkward Dad. He wasn't doing Loving Awkward Dad in that. Let's just- No, he was doing like Deadbeat Dad. Yeah. Yes, um, which is not, I don't think, where where he's at his best. He's at his best as Awkward Dad. He, I, even also, I would believe we, he could be. do Deadbeat Dad if he was given any sort of decent script to work with. Sure, naturally. Um, also, Gary Cole wore a Project Greenlight shirt throughout this movie just as a shameless plug for his own work, which I but love. Also, isn't that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? Yes, but at the time, he was in a Project League green Greenlight movie. I Googled it because I was like, there's no way he's wearing that shirt and he's not involved. I took it just as like he was kind of Hollywood set obsessed. Like, Tad Hamilton comes and he's like, and he had like been on deadline. <laughs> so cute. Yes. It's like what dad does before I come home. He had like been on deadline reading up about like business numbers and then is trying to talk to Tad Hamilton about it. Yes. Um, And so I just thought he was wearing like his Hollywood swag. Yes, I think that's true. I think that that was, like, the point of the character. But they, the they said that to him and he was Cole, like, can it be a Project Greenlight shirt? That's correct, yes. I think Gary Cole was like, great, I will shamelessly plug my own thing. Love it. Love yeah. it. I love it when Gary Cole shows up in things. Somewhere um, on my phone, there's a picture of him and I together. At the end delightful. of the Delightful. Um, Octavia Spencer has approximately three lines. The shit we made that woman do. The shit we made, if that that, shit if we made this oscar-winning actress it is shit we made ma do she is mother she is the original mother it is wild to like go back and watch movies that like now have oscar winners or like old episodes of law and order where you're just like that person's won an oscar now or won a emmy or like whatever and you're just like we made you have sex with your brother um who are you talking about care what episode did you recently (laughs) watch uh my friend actually my friend is currently watching. She's like, I'm I'm breezing through Chicago fire. And I was like, amazing choice. Um, and she was like, but I was watching an episode and Bryce was there. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's a bitch who gets a uh, ring stuck in a um, garbage disposal. Anyway, shout out to my friend Bryce. Uh-huh. Isn't Will there too? Isn't he sometimes a su- uh, uh, lawyer? He was a lawyer in Chicago he Justice. Chicago no, he was on Chicago Justice which Did get canceled, and I don't. And the, the worlds intersect, so he's sometimes a lawyer. Maybe on the other ones, you've been frozen for a while, so just stop talking. I'm back, okay. did you, um, did you hear me say the Dick Wolf averse? No, but I bet I, I bet the recording picked it up. Maybe not. Say it again. I said because you were saying that Will like maybe overlaps, and I was like, because they're all part of the Dick Wolf averse. That's right, Nathan Lane and uh sean hayes play tad hamilton's aka josh mill's agent and manager and they're both named richard levy richard levy and there's an excellent line where kate bosworth says you're both named richard levy and sean hayes says who isn't who isn't (laughs) it's a joke about it's a joke uh, about the jews in hollywood Anyway. (laughs) It is indeed, but the screenplay was written by a Jewish man, so you know. Yeah. Also, like, there's a lot of Jews in Hollywood. I don't. I don't like. This is not me. Like, the Jews are controlling the media. There are a good amount of Jewish people working in this industry. They're just fine. Um, but anyway, Nathan Lane is the agent and is always in a suit, and Sean Hayes is in the man- manager and is always in a track suit, and that's a detail I very much enjoyed. So, also, he's always like stretching. I meant to look up if they're credit this credited this way in the movie but in the subtitles sean hayes is referred to as shameless richard and nathan lane is referred to as ambitious richard love it i'm looking i'm going to the imdb right now richard levy the driven richard levy the shameless is the driven not ambitious yes um god i love it i love it so much um excellent excellent i mean here's what they did is they gave him a script and they're like, you guys can just do whatever you want, you know? They literally were like, they were like, Nathan Lane, do your like Nathan Lane thing. Sean Hayes, do your Sean Hayes thing. And then they did. And that was that. Yeah. It was excellent. Loved every minute of it. Do you think they hooked up? No, because I think Nathan Lane's been. Which doesn't necessarily mean that, like, he's in a monogamous relationship, but I do think he's been married for many years. Oh, good for him. Um, also, Allison, just because two gay men are there doesn't mean that they have sex. Scary. <laughs> um, oh, the sound, the whole, the soundtrack had on me. At one point they started playing Back to You by John Mayer. And yes. uh, Why Can't I by Liz Fair. Yes. Why, moment, why can't moment why can I started playing? I suddenly was back in high school. I was it's, like, How did I get here? How did I was I like, here? what is this song? And I was oh no, he was like, Is this Michelle Branch? And I was like, get the fuck out of here. This is Liz Fair. And he was like, who? And I was like, who, was like, who are you? Where are you and then he went off to read a book. he was fine. Um You know who else was really funny? I don't know what his real name is, but he's in stuff, is the guy who was playing the Hotel like reception guy. His name is oh no, Mark L. Wahlberg is in the other one. God, I get confused. Um, hold on. What's this movie called? Win a date. Wait, hotel reception guy. Oh, yeah. He all he always plays like he's in every sitcom ever. He always plays like super gay waiter or super gay hotel reception guy. Or he's yes. the waiter in Friends in the episode. Where Joey tells Rachel he loves her at the restaurant and then he's trying to guess with the other waiter if one of them's dying or if they're breaking up like they're trying to the little like waiter subplot story is like trying to figure out Yes, he's literally Um, he literally plays like gay thing stereotypical gay guy so he's at the he like runs the hotel the like motel really that like Tad Hamilton's staying at when he's in not Pigeon Forge, Pigeon Forge. And Poda at one Grimmer. point, like, um, Ted Hamilton calls to the front desk and he's like, do you have any sweets? And he's like, yeah, we have some lollies down here at the lollies. front desk. You want to get yourself a lolly? I cackled. <laughs> I was like, I love it. Um, I can't even find him on IMDb. Maybe he's not real. Maybe we hallucinate him. Maybe. Um, Harris Hilton was in this movie? Where? Oh, she's probably like in some Hollywood scene. Yeah. No, so we have to talk about the Hollywood. First of all, his house is atrocious. His house is just like, looks like atrocious. crystal. Atrocious. Like, yes. I guess it's 2004, but it looks like, um, I don't know, just like plastic that's supposed to be crystal threw up everywhere. Sam Pancake. His name is Sam Pancake. Uh, is that his given name? I don't have any idea. I love um, it. Um Yeah, he's been in a lot of shit, is the answer. Literally. Yeah, you're not gonna name find the famous know TV show and like he's been on it. Um anyway, go on. So they go to LA and their date is at like a very fancy restaurant and then they literally go look over the city and i said to ben because ben was still watching with me at this point he tapped out pretty early but he's he's it out for a minute sure um i was like this i was first of all it's like the la la land place it's just it's like and i was also like where this is in every movie is like the place in la you go to for a romantic date and i've never been there and i before i moved here i was like i'm gonna go on a date in la and people are gonna bring me to that spot where you can see the whole city and it's like got to be like somewhere in the canyons. I don't know. It also like might not even be real. It just might be that we all use the same backdrop. But they like go sit on a car to look at the yes. city of Los Angeles. Yeah, it's in every single movie about LA. Anyway, and then there's all these hot girls that are after him. Um, yes, and the like the like L.A. woman is real <laughs> this is a great stereotype. Yes. Um. Although I did see, to be fair to LA and to be fair to this movie, I was in line at the cafe where I had a meeting earlier today and there was a woman standing outside who was like, she was wearing like, she was tall and thin and beautiful and had like dark hair. And I'm sure she's a model or actress. And she was wearing like a long, beautiful, like cashmere coat. And I was like, all right, there's some truth to it. <laughs> <laughs> I was in like, I okay. was in like my, like frumpy, bumpy sweater and I was like, going do my-, like, You know, yes, LA girlies. It's how you can tell. You can tell in LA like who the actresses are, and who the actors are, and who like the writers are, and it's by their clothes. Yes, um, yes. I will say that I feel like the. Transition in Hollywood from like rom com to MCU has broken our brains because mm-hmm. listen. So, in that scene where they're chopping wood and like they both have their shirts off, and it's clearly supposed to be like Tad Hamilton's all buff and hot, and like Topher Grace is like, like very skinny, right? So, in skinny. nowadays, so skinny, it's adorable, but like so skinny. And nowadays, even Josh Jumel is not nearly as buff and fit as, like, th- what mm. Marvel made th- makes men do for those movies. Yes. Like, it has broken our brain to think that that's what, like, men look like. When, but, like, in 2004, I mean, Josh Duhamel, it's not like he was, he looked great. He looked he was fantastic. Great. But also, think about what, like, the young Celebi so in 2004 like josh jamal and topher grace were young Celebi guys right like they but like now it's like chalamet like now it is like yeah. skinny little like skinny little yeah it's true. It's i don't sort of know like understand- circling back to the skinny to the skinnies i'm yeah. not chalamet doesn't do it for me but i respect anyone for whom that works Oh, because then Ben and I were talking about like who would it be today, yeah. and he was, I was like Chalamet is like the movie star, but it wouldn't work. Also, am I crazy or did there was there a scene not, where like, they like was there yeah, a scene tough, where though. they like rode a horse, and he's like, of course I know how to ride a horse. I'm a movie star, or was that was I watching like a special features package? Why is that in my brain? Because that didn't happen here. Great, thank you, thank you. No, it probably a special feature there i mean there is a series of things where like it's on the farm so tad hamilton buys a farm in west virginia which like naturally honestly if i had hollywood heartthrob money i would 100 percent buy a horse ranch in west virginia because he wants to experience small town for grace is like i can teach you yes and Topher Grace is like, I can teach you how to do all the farmer things, and like everything that Topher Grace tries to teach him, he already knows how to do because he's like, oh well, I had to learn it for this movie, which is how we got to the chopping of the wood. Which Topher Grace can't that even Hamilton do. Already knew how to chop wood. Like, why would you even pretend right, you know how to do that? Correct. Yes. Um, uh-huh. And then he, and then Josh Jumel just looked hot. Josh Jumel has never been someone who did it for me. If we're being no. honest, though. No, I'm oh. a. I remember watching this movie at 14 and being like, who would pick Josh Duhamel? It's all about grace. It's
1: but even like,
0: like among, among the like heartthrobs of 2004 that were like Josh Duhamel in the same font as Josh Duhamel. He wasn't the one I was picking probably. Who's, you know? Who was the one you're picking? Who were your, who were your crushes of 2004? Um, I don't. I don't know that I remember like who I had a crush on necessarily amongst this group, but like Josh Duhamel, Ryan Reynolds, there's a third, are all like the same for me. Who am I missing? Who's who's Gosling? Maybe who is Gosling. It Ryan Reynolds Gosling? It, Gosling's the choice. No I wait, mean, who's let's just be uh-huh. honest. no? Who's the one who isn't Ryan Reynolds? Maybe Gosling, but no, there's somebody else. No, I'm missing, I feel like. Like lively married to ryan reynolds ryan reynolds melinda um who's indefinitely maybe ryan reynolds <laughs> yes there's another one do you feel like there's somebody else there's like one that is not ryan reynolds we can't go forward we can't move forward it's not gosling no it's someone like ryan reynolds was supposed to have his career Who's the one that what does happened? the soccer show? Ryan Reynolds. Fuck. Maybe I'm confusing Ryan Reynolds with himself. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. No. I mean, maybe, but no. Whatever. I would group him in. I would say, like, in the early aughts, like a Channing Tatum, a Ryan Reynolds, a Josh Jumal were all sort of like, you know, same font. Who is Ryan West. Reynolds? Shane West. Whatever happened to Shane West? Okay, I just got something that says TJ Miller says he'll never work with Ryan Reynolds again. Hey TJ Miller, maybe you don't be making them. Yeah, maybe that's maybe the I problem. Think a lot is of people won't work with you again. Yeah. Uh Also, I just do not know the context who... there, but Team Reynolds. I just googled early aughts heartthrobs because naturally, and this list is wild. Wild. Can I read this list to you? Yes, please. Maybe, maybe I'll get to who I'm trying to get to. I'm speechless. Okay. Chad Michael Murray, Jonathan Ugh. Bennett, Milo Ventimiglia, Zach Efron, Sean Ferris, who? Adam Sean Brody. Ugh, Adam Ryan Brody. Felipe, Freddie Prince Jr. That's who I thought I was going to marry. Shane West, Channing Tatum, Nick Jonas, Jesse he was Bradford. 12. Jesse Bradford, which, like, Jesse same. Bradford. Can we same. make Swim Fan a rom com for the purposes? No, but we should do Swim Fan on no. Patreon because I bet it's fun. Um, Taylor Lautner, Jesse McCartney, Bow Wow, Mario. Yes. Okay. So, but it's not Mario. There's a picture of Mario Lopez. No, that's not. They mean Mario. They mean Mario, but, but anonymous Google, Mario. But Google fucked up. Um, Corbin Blue, Jesse Metcalf, Robert Pattinson, Orlando Bloom, Tom Welling, Omarion, Chase Crawford, and Nick Cannon. What a, what a I'm obsessed with that list. group of human beings. Okay. I'm so obsessed. Your, Mine were Orlando really Bloom and fast. Adam Brody. None of those people are who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Anyway, the moral of the story being, Josh Mel was never, um, never doing it for me, but should I start Las Vegas from the beginning? Maybe Ben was like, why do I know this guy? And I was like, soaps in Las Vegas and being married to Fergie. And he was like, that's not it. And I was like, then I can't help you. (laughs) I I don't know what else to tell you. Um, Okay. Uh, I think we have to talk about that, like, Topher Grace's character was, like, kind of an incel. Um, He... He's like, he's been what we would have called in the day friend zoned. Yeah. Um, because he's never, because he's mad that she doesn't love him, even though he's never tried to date her. Yeah. Um. He's very much like, I'm a nice guy. Like, she just doesn't want to date a nice guy. Like, he's that guy, you know? He never says that, to be fair. No, but that's the energy he's giving. Um. He's just sad. He, like, doesn't want to confess his love. And to be fair, Catherine Hahn is like, well, then what's going to happen? Because Catherine Hahn is in love with him she actually has a very good because line where she, she says everyone's Ted Hamilton to someone which uh, Shonda then totally used in Grey's Anatomy FYI Well, Shonda stole that from Catherine Hahn <laughs> I don't think Catherine Hahn wrote the line first of you all you don't know I believe she could well um, it's an excellent point Catherine Hahn says "Uh, he's Ted Hamilton to Rosie Rosie's Ted Hamilton to you and you're Ted Hamilton to me and you know, what, Catherine, you're Ted Hamilton to me, right? You and your. It's like when Meredith realizes that to Callie, George is McDreamy. Yeah. R.I.P. George. Um. It, did Callie go? Is Callie dead? No, she's still alive in the um, in the great greater universe. anatomy universe. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I'm um. Back at- yeah, so he's been friend zoned. He's mad about it, um, and he keeps he, like, he says to her like, "Don't let him take your carnal treasure." Which he is keeps using such a the gross phrase... thing to say. And I was, I literally I like let her fuck man. He keeps using the phrase "carnal carnal treasure." He does not use it once. He uses it repeatedly, and it's jarring every time. I know, um, you never get used to hearing "carnal treasure." No. And I almost DNF'd a book because a woman referred to her vagina as my little lady. And this was... Harry, (laughs) why didn't you DNF that book? Because... I've never never DNF'd a book. Except, like, on purpose. I've, like, forgotten I was reading something, you know? Right. It, like, had a... I think there was, like, a mystery component. And I was like, well, I just want to know what happens. It was so bad. It wasn't worth it. I should have DNF'd. My little lady was only but the tip of the iceberg, I should have DNF'd. I really should have, but I stuck that through means to d- the d- end. Do not finish. Did not finish. Yeah, did not finish. And I I don't hesitate. I will I will DNF at the slightest um annoyance, but for some reason I decided that I really needed to stick that one out and I regret it. I deeply regret it. When I committed so. commit. He's very like anti her having sex, which is because He's in love with her and he wants her to have yes. sex with him. So I get that. But it's also very like, it's a little, sl- it's a little 2004 slut Jamie. Like, don't, like, you can't, like, small town girls don't fuck. You can't be doing. And she's also it's, even a little like, it's moving too fast. We can't do this. Like, it's just like, oh, Because I watched this young, we can really unpack sort of how I internalized that sex was a bad thing to be doing or wanting. You're frozen you're frozen what was the last thing you heard me say yes and like he's a little slut jamie she's a little like oh i can't do that i'm a good girl like small town girls don't don't fuck and i think like watching this as a young teenager you can really see how maybe i internalize some like wanting sex is bad stuff yeah sex sex isn't something classy or, or good girls want I, I will say that I feel like a lot of that was like imposed on her character as opposed to like coming directly from the character. Sure. Or do you think like I mean, she did leave his house the first time, but like also women are allowed to walk out of a man's house and Especially when it's have decorated sex. like that. Look, right. I fully believe Everything. she went into that house being like, I'm gonna have sex with Ted Hamilton and then she saw his ugly ass house and was like, No. Nah. Um so I was not as bothered by, like, her approach to sex because I do feel like she did fool around with him, you know. Um, and I don't feel like she was ever, like, no, I'm, like, protecting it or, like, I felt... Guarding, but I, guarding my carnal treasure. Right. But uh, the way that Topher Grace spoke to her about him and the way she was act- acting, at one point he was, like, you're just asking for it. Like, I was, like, I, w- is that a thing we said to people even in 2004? <laughs> like, she's Yeah, scary. No wonder we have fucked up ideas about sex and purity culture. Well, Um, also like they kind the joke about Catherine Hahn's character is kind of the same as the joke about Jennifer Goodwin's character, which is like oversexed woman or over yes, and it's sort of like oh these women we laugh at because they're sexual. Jennifer Goodwin also had a great line when. Kate Bosworth goes to LA the first time she it gets because she's won this like contest. They take she her to the gate, to, and they take her to the gate, and they take and her, and to, take the her gate. to the gate in, in post- two thousand four. Two thousand four And never like net. Are you it, kidding it me? Was and we were still like taking off every piece of clothing at the you know to go through security in two thousand four. You you've lost your mind. Um. Anyway, uh, she says that you get your own seat with a D- your own personal DVD player in first class. And Jennifer Goodwin says, I would like to touch intimately the person who thought of that. And again, it's like a very, like, like, if you blink, you'll miss it line. And I was like, excellent line delivery, Jennifer Goodwin. But I also it Tom doesn't Cruise hold up had an affair with you, allegedly. Every.
1: Allegedly,
0: <laughs> Carrie. okay it's not Tom Cruise. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, Tom, no one's going to leave Tom Cruise at an affair with any woman. Oh, my God. But <laughs> was it this? was it this movie or was it i want to i want to marry ryan banks i think it was i want to marry ryan banks so never mind we'll come back to it there was a line about tom cruise that i was like oh you really are looking yes it was i want to marry you. Ryan you anyway. um maybe maybe that's why that movie maybe that's why we've never seen that woman sense. anyway we'll talk about it in that episode um what was i saying oh she's like she was like yeah you get your own personal dvd player and it's like Oh, now, like, you, there's no ass room on an airplane. Like, nobody fits in an airplane seat anymore, but everyone gets an individual TV. Yeah, it's true. With um, thousands of movies to choose from. So, you have, have you seen the Southwest redesign that everybody was like, Southwest, this is not to be proud of? I saw it, it before people started talking about it, and I thought it looked nice. It looks nice. And then people were making fun of it. And then people were making fun of it. I was like, yeah, totally stupid. Um, my other big criticism of this movie is that I don't really feel like we see Kate Bosworth make a fall choice. in love with anyone. No. She says to Katherine Hahn, who is, you know, the fairy godmother of this movie. Yes. She's like telling everyone what to do with their life and they're listening. Uh, like, she runs to go find him and she says like, can you think it's, oh, maybe she says this to Josh G. Mel. Basically, we have to get to the end topher grace says to josh Schumel, "Tad hamilton don't hurt her you don't know like all the wonder. you don't know her at all you don't know all the wonderful things about her she has six miles and then he lists her six miles and then later when josh Schumel is like come with me to la because i'm gonna go film this movie after he's bought a house like he's so fickle don't trust this man um she's like that he's like i love you and she's like you can't possibly love me you don't even know like the details about me which is a great point kate Bomber. great point yeah, yeah. And then he's like, no, I do. You have six miles. And he lists the six miles. And she's like, you do love me. And it's like, do you love him? Like. Right. Right. Um. So then they're on a private airplane. They're on a PJ that the Richards are not allowed on. And they make this whole stink about having to fly commercial. To be fair. Like, no, I don't think she loves him. But if. I were a cashier to Piggly Wiggly and a man offered to take me and, like, be his sugar mo- like, be my sugar daddy. Like, I'm not saying no. So, like, I... It's called, it's called the Mrs. Matt Damon. So, I respect her. Yes, I would have gone she with was that She's a man. makeup artist, Allison. She was Jesus. a waitress. She was a waitress. I thought she was a makeup artist. No, she was a waitress. I think she was oh. his waitress. Whatever. I'm good for her. Listen. Good for her. Respect. Oh, so then on the plane he says something about her smile and she's like, well, which one is it? And he like, can't name it. And then he confesses. He like turns into a decent person all of a sudden. And it's like, he's never like really that bad. He's just shallow. Like he doesn't, he's not really good or bad. He's just sort of there, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's like, he's shallow and rich and entitled, but like, he's not, he's not a bad guy. Like, right. Um, yeah. But anyway, so then, uh, he like confesses he's like, I stole that. Um, oh, at first he says, um, wait, fuck. There's some point where he says he like makes some speech. Oh, it's when he makes the five smiles speech in the beginning. And she's like, that was better than any of the lines from your movies, because he keeps using the lines from his movies to pick her up. Um, and he's like, I had a better writer. And I'm like, that like, cause he was because it was, was Topher Grace. It was cute. Yeah, anyway, then he admits cute, yeah. that the writer was in fact Topher Grace. And she's like, I must have been in love with him this whole time. Can you? Do you think you can possibly love someone your whole life and never know it until you know it? And it's like, no, like maybe, but no. I think you would have known, you know. Um. Yeah, so then she no, has always. Like, th- well, You're in guy. love with the speech. You're not actually in love with over Grace. I Look, was like, and as someone who watched this movie a thousand times when she was fifteen, it's a very good romantic comedy speech. It's excellent. I do like. I just feel like we we sort of like skipped over like these two loving each other like we see them interact and that they're friends there's no good there's no chemistry that we don't ever see them like i don't know i just don't i don't ever see these two like that they actually love each other except that he like stares at her longingly right i believe he loves her i don't believe she loves him yeah i think you're right she loves the speech she also in nearly every scene in this movie had like an early aughts prom up to and i was just like what's what's happening like why why do you have tendrils at all times the that's the other thing is he tova grace knows how long she keeps her hair in straight mode and how long she keeps her hair in curly mode and it's like is there a set amount of time like is there there a schedule she's sticking to what do you mean good for her um also in that speech on the airplane or like when they're talking on the airplane Josh Mel's like, oh, it's been a big week. I, like, fell in love, got my heart broken, became a good guy. And I was like, it's been a week? This whole movie took place in a week? These people, people are movies- moving fast. Well, to be fair, Trevor Grace took 22 years. But,
1: like,
0: people in movies love each other so quickly, you know? So quickly. So quickly. Um, I do want to say that this town, this made up town in West Virginia, voted for Trump 80 to 20 percent. I'm just FYI. You think that you um, think you think a Democrat got 20? percent? You're crazy. It was Octavia Spencer, and that's it. it was Octavia Spencer and Catherine Hahn. Yeah, I mean Catherine Hahn's character was probably like, I don't follow politics. Yeah. I gotta I got a rose titty tattoo. Um, truly, um, Listen, this movie still had it had its moments. It still was still funny moments. Um, she has six different kinds of smiles. Is still a top tier rom com line. Oh my god, when Ben couldn't tell me how many smiles I had, I was like, I'm packing. You know, right? No, I mean, packing to she, go. Like, you don't love me. <laughs> I, you mean you don't love me? I. What a cruel way what to did, tell me you don't love me. What did Jeff he, say the other day that I was like... Smiles. smiles, and she she they're all like, the they're all day, like, you smi- like, different ways of being mean. What a weird way to tell me you don't love me. Shoot, what was it? And he was like, I didn't say I didn't love you. And I was like, but you did. Did like, you ask my to name, to list your smiles? No. Shoot, what was it? I don't think of it. I mean, it was something stupid. Obviously, it was like, you know, because he said, like, I couldn't, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. What? Uh, Is it not appropriate? No. I don't remember. Oh. Anyway. The um seating inside the Private Jet is um zebra print. Love that. And not not discuss the zebra print private jet. Also, here's my other criticism about this movie. Private jets don't hold up. No, because here's the thing. I'm an environmentalist, but the reason I avoid private jets, and by avoid I mean no one's ever invited me, is that I'm afraid of them because I feel like that's how all the celebrities die. Sure. If somebody was like, "We're going here and we're gonna go on a private jet," 100%. sure. I don't think the criticism is generally like you occasionally take a private jet somewhere. It's when you're like, "I'm gonna take this private jet from like Milwaukee to Chicago," and it's like, "Is that necessary?" I don't think so. Taylor, um, oh, um, she's going. She's going shorter distances than Milwaukee to Chicago. She went like 28 miles one day. It's like it's that maybe just drive. That's a 30 minute drive. <laughs> Truly truly i can't imagine the pj was faster in that instance anyway um no it's that like and look i love that they're there i'm not complaining but nathan lane every time nathan lane and sean hayes show up particularly when they arrive in podunk valley west virginia why it could have just been a phone call but also they're really against him dating kate bosworth for a reason no one has given they're just like you can't date this townie. And they're he's just like, Friday and then no one gives an answer as to why. The, like he's gonna not come back to Hollywood or something, and it's like, and he's like their meal ticket, I guess, is the yeah. But that's not a real fear, guys. Come on, um, you know. Yeah, I, the biggest takeaway is like give Nathan Lane and Sean Hayes their own show. You know, like Sean Hayes oh, yeah. has a show with Will Arnett and Jason Bateman, but like just what go out and what show are you talking about here? I've never they're... heard of this. Allison, their podcast. And then they did like the documentary about making their podcast and taking it on the tour. Good for them. I don't over know your It's very funny. Not my. That and Kia boys are not hitting my, my TikTok. I Kia boys have never heard of. But um, Shameless or Seamless, whatever the fuck their podcast is called. They did make it to my t- TikTok. Jason Bateman uh, has some food issues. Is is like one of the major takeaways. That he's like discussing and getting over that he doesn't realize he has. He doesn't realize he has. Like they keep eating and he keeps being like, well, I had a salad today. So I'm not gonna like you're eating so much food. And Will Arnett keeps being like, you lead a really sad life. Like I just want you to know like this is delicious. You lead a sad life. (laughs) Speaking of people who lead sad food lives, did you watch that Chris Pratt what I eat in a day video that I sent you? I did. I don't know if yeah. you sent it to me or she just bought because she comes across my um, I think I got like halfway through and I was like this is he's just boring and unhappy boring and sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I'll have a cheat day where I eat one pancake like lame. <laughs> <laughs> she tracks him down. He's driving to Richmond and she just finds him like the streets between wherever they live and Richmond, Virginia. There's no one on. Well, presumably there's like one road, you know, like there's a highway out of out of Pigeon Stitch. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I have nothing else to say. Uh, Will I ever watch it again? Probably not. Am I glad we revisited it? Yes. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. This wasn't. This was a great rom com for like sixteen year old Carrie. Yeah. Thirty six year old Carrie. Thirty seven year old Carrie. doesn't doesn't really need to be watching this all that regularly i'm 37 that makes sense it's okay yeah you're about to be 35 no i know but the difference is like you have a steady career and a marriage and children have a steady relationship no steady career yes but i do no a house you have a house you have all the things society tells us we're supposed to have by 37 i don't have those things You have a steady relationship, unless you're trying to tell me. No, I just said, I said that. I said, the only, I said the only thing, one of those, uh, oh. yeah, I don't have a marriage, but I have a steady relationship. Okay. I don't have the steady career, the house. That's it. That's all we have to say about. You know, join when, us on oh, Patreon. We'll record. Well, let's do it after we finish the episode. Oh, yeah. Um, join us on Patreon for our I Want to Marry Ryan Banks, which is the Bradley Cooper version of Bradley Cooper, Jason Priestley, ABC Family version of this movie. Um. Yes. Yeah. TikTok, Twitter, thank you, ACast, not Twitter, we're not on Twitter. Uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram, thank you, ACast, all that stuff. <laughs> Next we are watching PS I Love You. Hard to say. Okay. Um, which is stupid, but we're, but um, we're gonna talk about some bad Irish accents and some beautiful Irish scenery. Um, so join us in two weeks for that. Catch join our Patreon to hear about I Wanna Marry Ryan Bang slash the reality of love. And then also. Our March Patreon is going to be the Lindsay Lohan Irish movie. So just just sign up for the Patreon. Yes. It's fun. Irish witch. Irish Wish. Irish Wish. Which I saw somebody on Twitter say. That's hard to say. Is uh, a rural juror of a title. Irish Wish. Irish rush. Irish Wish. Irish wish. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, I hope she attempts an Irish accent. She'll be better than Gerald Butler. It. All right. Thank you so much. We love you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.